What's up, Painless Flipping Podcast listeners? Before we dive into today's episode, I've got something special for you. Recently, I had the pleasure of joining an amazing podcast, and I wanted to share that conversation with you all. It's a fantastic discussion you won't want to miss. So without further ado, let's jump into that crossover episode and hear what we had to say. Enjoy. G'day, guys, and welcome to the Thunder from Down Under podcast. I'm your host, Graham Solomon. We've got a special guest in today. But just before I go to him, remember to go and smash that like button, smash the heart button. Give him plenty of love. Uh, welcome him in here. Remember to go into the chat. If you're watching live, go into the chat. Check it out. You know, say, Make some comments. Engage. And then also go to the Graham Solomon YouTube channel and the Thunder from Down Under YouTube channel and smash the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon. Become part of the family so that you get notified when we go live and speak to special guests like we've got now. And now we're, without any further ado, I'll jump into it. Um, we've got, I've got one of the... The, the young guns in the industry, a young guy that's up and about, and um, <laughs> he's, he's everywhere. You can see him everywhere in the industry at the moment. He's working hard. He's, he's, he's really out there um, trying to educate, do a heap of stuff, and he's also an investor himself. His name is uh, Nathan Payne. He's an investor. He's got a podcast. He's an educator, a mentor. He, he does everything. So welcome, Nathan. You're a busy man. It's great to get you on the show. Yeah, the, the, thank you for that. I appreciate the, the intro. Yeah, it was nice. No, no. Well, you know, you're up and about. You're you're out there working hard, um, and that's good. And you're not only just working hard in your in- investing business. You're you're actually all over the place with um, education and 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 yeah. trying to get content out there. So that's a good thing for the industry, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, I really enjoy it too because I'm like actually applying it and doing it right. So I'm like, what better way to make content than just record yourself doing your job? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's it's great. And I mean, <laughs> you're you're a young a lot younger than someone like me. So you've grown up probably with, with social media and, and with the, with a, probably in a, a mindset of getting stuff out there, not being shy to share stuff. The older generations used to keep things to himself. Right. Um, do you find that's a pretty, pretty big trend now is just get it out there, you know, be yourself and get it out there. You know, I think, uh, it's a lot easier to build a brand now than ever because, uh, you know, anyone can throw up their, you know, whatever they want on social media. But before I started kind of changing my mindset of like believing in myself and, and trying to help pe- other people succeed in this industry, um, I didn't really do social media. I didn't really touch Instagram. I didn't really touch any of this YouTube. I had a YouTube channel for like the last six years with a couple videos that I made um, like when I was in college for projects. But I was never really into social media until um, I realized, hey, you know, this is a great way for me to reach others, help others and, uh, you know, grow a brand. Yeah, cool, cool. And what I want to ask you first is, I, I want you to go into your backstory, yeah, how, how you actually, what you were doing prior to real estate, and how you sort of made that transition, and what sparked your interest in real estate, and then just give us a bit of an overview of, you know, the journey and and where you are right now. Yeah, I'm not like the the traditional guy that's come in here and just. Uh, well, I wouldn't say traditional. That's not traditional. Most people don't come in and just absolutely do amazing, right? I, I'm I'm kind of the case that got into. Um, mostly whatever he does and I struggle, right? Like, cause I'm, I'm scattered. Like, I, I think everything is great. I'm like that guy who's like, um, you know, squirrel, they are yeah. like, Hey, that's a golden nugget. And I'm like, I I'm pretty, I, I feel like I have a very big belief in myself. Like, I think I can do anything. So if I see something, someone doing something, I'm like, I can do that. Yep. I can do that too. But th- that's been detrimental for my success. Cause I'm always trying to do everything. Right. Yep. So 
uh, just to kind of, that was just kind of a little insight into real estate. Like when I got into, it, I, I didn't just amazingly crush it off the bat, but I'll get into that after I kind of give a little background of who I am or where I came from. So, uh, I'll just start. I graduated. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, graduated from high school right after high school. I'm, I'm a religious person. So I went on a two year mission for my church, which you can say started off like my, um, my entrepreneurship or like my, uh, my journey in like being outgoing and sales and like talking to people. Cause like for two years, if you're going to talk to people about Jesus, you're going to get a lot of rejection and no yeah. one's going to want to talk to you. So you have to like learn how to overcome and, and just talk to people and get in positions where you're going to feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, so I did that. And then after uh, my mission for my church, I went um, to college and where I went to college, BYU um, BYU, Idaho, but BYU, it's, uh, it's really big. Like it's a big industry, like big pool for college kids to go door, door, door to door sales. So a bunch of kids come back from missions. They've knocked doors for two years, talk to people. They're like, they, they would say they're soldiers that are like really good at going to talk to people and knock doors. So, um, a lot of these businesses in these college towns are like, Hey, come sell v uh, pest control door to door, come sell alarms, uh, solar dish network, like uh, cell phones. So when I got to college, that was like the way to make good money when you were a college kid because I didn't have any money. So I got recruited by um, Dish Network, the satellite, which was big at the time, like satellite TV versus cable. So I went out there my first year and, you know, not having really that much sales experience other than the mission and, you know, being an outspoken guy like and, and liking to talk to people. I, I sold like about 150 accounts in three months and made $16,000 in three months, which is really big for mm, like college yeah. guys money. And then after that, every year I leveled up, you know, I, I, next year I got a team. I hired, you know, I got 10, uh, 20 other college students to come work for me. I made uh, overrides. And then over the next five, six years, I built teams and I would go sell in different areas during the summer for like five, six months and where you would make all your money in five or six months, but you'd grind. Right. Mm -hmm. So I learned how to like you know, overcome objection and how the word no is not like something that should offend you or hurt you. Um, and, uh, yeah. So after that, after I graduated in college, I had done that, made some good money. And my, my, one of my friends in college, one of my roommates, his dad was wholesaling at the time. And he was always like, yo, Nate, ho come wholesale with me. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I got this team. We're doing the sales thing. We're good. But he would do it here and there like part time. And I saw him doing wholesaling lease options. And after college, um, uh, after I graduated, I got married and I was tired of moving from place to place. So I reached, uh, I got married and I reached out to him. I said, Hey man, I don't want to go sell any more door to door. Cause I don't want to move even though it's good money. Let's do real estate. Like your dad does well. Let's go all in. He was working. My business partner at right now is, uh, he was working at a tech company. So I said, let's go all in. Let's bet on ourselves. He quit his job. I stopped working, um, door to door and we, uh, started the wholesaling business uh, where we, you know, what skill set did I have at that time? I was good at talking to people, knocking on doors. So we started knocking in neighborhoods. We found a lady who um, knocked on a door, found a lady that needed to sell and uh, got our first, one of our first deals, cold called a ton. We were in grind mode. Yeah. We were just like, yeah. we got to call, we got to um, knock doors. So that's what we did in our first, I think first six months, we made like 90 to like $120,000. Wow. Yeah. Um, together which was cool and that was like a lot uh of money at that time uh, you know to see just from a couple deals so ever since then it's been trying to perfect the business it's been hiring the right people uh managing building having the right um lead sources and marketing and 
and it hasn't been perfect, right? Because again, yeah. I told you, you know, throughout my life, I, I like to chase things, which is not good, you know, if you're trying to build something. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah. that's my journey. That's just what it's been from sales that's, to this. That's amazing, mate. I mean, you were primed for the wholesaling business. I mean, firstly, <laughs> when you talk about, you know, two years of, of door knocking and talking about Jesus, like, like you said, the rejection, like you, you, you some people get quite aggressive and, and, um, <laughs> so you've done that. And, and the thing is you've got to put yourself out there and you, you know, like it's pretty outrageous to, you know, you've got to travel for two years. You've got to go around. So it takes, mm-hmm. it takes, um, you know, it takes a bit of courage to do that. So you've, you've sort right. of overcome that because that's one thing you need for wholesaling. And the second thing is, you're just door knocking and talking to people. I mean, it doesn't get more brutal than that and cold calling, does it? So <laughs> you've just, I mean, you've set yourself up. And then what the other thing I liked and I noticed that was a smart move is you've got a tech guy, you've got a tech guy and you, mm-hmm. you, you know, so it's just come together beautifully. And you can just tell by the way you present yourself and you talk that you're just, you're all over it with communication and everything. And that's, I reckon that's probably one of the biggest things with wholesaling. You've got to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think people like when I I mainly um, I guess my what I do really well is when I talk to sellers, they like feel like they're talking to someone that like is professional or I guess or, or can get the job done. You know, when when they're talking to me versus you know maybe seven other people that have gotten their lead from their online resource, like from a Google ad or for any other lead source, I think I'm going to set myself apart because I have different processes I use in my sales process that like make people feel like, Hey, I'm dealing with like a legit company, a legit person. So anyway. Yeah. 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 No, that's cool. All right. Well, I want to get onto your wholesaling business. Do you want to just give us a quick overview of your wholesaling business, where it's at now? Like you've built it up. Um, Have you got a bit of a team? Have you got a smaller team? Do you run? Yeah, it's kind of small. Um, Depends. You know, there's, there's definitely larger real estate investing, wholesaling businesses, but basically it's, uh, we have an acquisitions rep and we have some lead, like some leads managers that filter the leads to them so they can, um, you know, so they're always on the phone with the seller that wants to sell. And then we have a dispositions guy. So basically once the house gets under contract, it's up to the dispositions guy to either wholesale it, find a buyer, or we look at it as a company and we say, Hey, let's actually flip this one. Let's keep it as a rental. Let's uh, do something creative with it. So that's kind of the team. It's, it's not too crazy. Then you have your virtual assistants and then you have your, your, your marketing, which is, you know, cold calling, yeah. Uh, pay-per-click just i mean anybody can you can do any type of marketing you just gotta be consistent with it we've seen the most success with cold calling and pay-per-click but um yeah that's kind of what my wholesaling business looks so, like so it's in a good place now you've got it you've sort of got it where you want it you reckon yeah i i will be i'm transparent uh when i talk to people there because of the shift in the market i mean we <laughs> it's it's been we've seen a little bit of changes i mean the buyers are a little bit more hesitant sellers you got to get better deals so what's happened in our business recently is we've had virtual assistants like expatriates running our acquisitions team for like the last two years doing a good job but now um i'm actually having to jump back into the acquisitions role because i wasn't doing all the sales for my company i was doing other things in investor side but now i'm jumping back in and and closing sellers and that's a yeah, just to kind of let you know, it's doing well, but there's always yeah. tweaks. And unfortunately, it's never just um, like oh, just it's streamlined. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was just asking because you know, um, you know, it's an up and down. It's it's a roller coaster ride in any whether you're a big wholesaler, you know, like a massive company or a smaller, and it does it. And the market shift, like you said, will have a massive effect on everyone. Um, it really, that's how yeah. you adapt in that. And the next sort of thing I want to ask about investing: Have you got any other? Like, would you like to? expand into seller finance or lease options or any of that or doesn't interest you are you 
Are you going to stick with wholesaling or do you think you'll do buy and hold or anything like that? We, def we definitely, we're doing more flips now. We have three flips going on and uh, we're we doing creative financing. One of those deals is from creative finance yeah. sub subject, subject to. I think wholesaling is a great way to get in as a beginner because you uh, risk less capital. A lot of people think you get into wholesaling with $0, which is it's, it's technically true, but if you want to scale a wholesaling business, you need money. You need marketing money. Yeah, marketing. You, you got it. Yeah. And, and so um, wholesaling is not something I think is the best option always. I, we, we don't, it's always an option that we, exit strategy we have that, you know, if we, uh, you know, if we can just get rid of it, it makes more money than if we flipped it. Like if the upside on wholesaling is better than flipping, we'll wholesale it. But um, yeah, we definitely are exploring other options uh, yeah. now, like flipping and creative financing so when you said before you sort of get a bit of shiny object syndrome so you would have studied all this stuff so at least you've got it there as exit strategies and entry strategies mm -hmm. so it's probably been handy for you to to be like that because you you've got you you know all the systems already don't you so it's yeah it's, you've got to have some grounding and instead of just being a wholesaler or just being a for sure. Yeah, so and that's kind of been the thing is like when I got into wholesaling I had zero knowledge when I first started four years ago zero knowledge of real estate, didn't know anything, right? So I, I just went in, put my head down and grinded, right? But then as you start to learn all the exit strategies and all the different ways to make money, that's where kind of like my business has been like that in the past is because I've seen so many different ways to make money and I'm like, oh, let's try this and this and this. But my advice to anyone watching is like, you, you got to master something. You got to master one thing, focus on one thing and, and master that and then move on. You can't come in, learn about creative financing, flipping, you know, wholesaling, wholesaling, and think you're going to just crush everyone. It's it's not like yeah, that. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's great advice, Nathan, for sure, because it can be portrayed sometimes out there that it's that easy, but it's not. You, you really need to niche down on something, become good mm -hmm. at it, make it your bread and butter, your stable um, income, and then go from there. But the thing yeah. I really want to talk to you about, because I, I see you're on, you present well on social media all over. So, and you've got, um, you know, like you said, the YouTube channel and all that stuff. I, I just wanted to sort of touch on your, or how, firstly, how long have you been? Because you said you weren't into it originally. How long have you been doing the whole social media thing? So I've been doing, uh, I went heavy into social media at the beginning of the year, but I was, yeah. uh, I started about a year ago, a year. I started a Facebook group with zero members and now it's about 3000. Um, and, uh, the social media has, uh, has blown up just through, you know, trying to post consistently. Like I, I joined a mastermind. Uh, that's another thing to help everyone succeed is you need to get a mentor or, or get in rooms with people that are better than you, like mastermind groups and stuff. Yeah. Cause I went in that group. A mastermind group and they literally laid out the step-by-step -step plan of how to grow your social media and i did it i just said okay plug and play let's do it so it's it's really helped me to just uh you know grow that brand yeah. grow it so out it would have been also really great for networking too because a facebook group and, and a youtube you end up with other people in those areas and you end up in networking groups don't you with people that yeah. are further down the news so you've jumped on that and you've used that mm -hmm. how, so you've tied that in with your wholesaling business and you do podcasting and everything as well. So you've, you've, the question I've got is, how have you tied it all together? Is it, being, is it like herding cats trying to get it all to come in it, together? It, it is, it is kind of difficult. And thankfully, I have a business partner. So he, he helps run the wholesaling business. Like he's the, the, the COO. He like runs it all. And I've been running Investor Thrive, trying to, you know, help, help people, educate people, you know, help them through, throughout their businesses and provide information for people. So has, has it been difficult? 
again, with the ma- the amount of things that you can chase and that you seem like a good idea, it has been. But I think like if you can hunker down and, and focus on, you know, what you're specifically going to go after, it, it can get easier, which I, yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's a book called rocket fuel. I don't know if you've read it, but it talks about visionaries and integrators and, you know, visionaries, they have the ideas, you know, they're, they're, they're always trying to improve and grow the business. The integrators keep you on course, right? So I'm a visionary and, you know, I have so many ideas. I want to do so many things, but, you know, having integrator and is, is extremely important to, to getting three or four integrators you might need even half a dozen integrators you've got so many (laughs) ideas to keep up with you which means that you'll just fast track i mean that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing being super creative and super visionary i I don't think anyway so i'd be encouraging you i'd be saying you know do it while you got the energy that's that's fantastic (laughs) keep it going yeah so you've got all that going on because because i'm painting a picture i go yeah yeah i love the way you're doing things and you also present really well too like all your graphics all your your podcasts anyone that um watch it you know we'll give it a plug later on but in watch your podcast everything's really clean and you, you do it really well yeah. so i i think that you know you doing all these master you know it's obviously you're fast tracking yourself and, and you, you're right. learning and taking notice of all those things what i like too is is you're also putting back you've got a facebook group you're doing free content on your youtube you've got free stuff so you, you've got people that can actually come in that maybe not be cashed up and they they need the help and they need to be able to get started is that is that important to you? I mean, you said you know you're you're a Christian and everything. Is that is that important to give back and have that that attitude? Yeah, yeah. Because the 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 flip of the switch or like what changed everything for me is I used to look at everybody as competition, especially when you're wholesaling, you're going on appointments, and you you see some guy leave the house, and you're about to go in and talk to the seller. You look at him and you're like, you know, you kind of get a little, you know. Yeah. pride for or whatever you're like i i'm getting this deal so i used to look at people like that and be like i can't i can't help anyone out because they're going to take my deal and then yeah. um yeah. i i learned from one of my mentors named brandon simmons and he he's got a uh i think he's got a mastermind too called the go-giver and he talks about like hey the more you give like you give back the more you're gonna get right and that's kind of like where everything shifted for me is I was like, look, man, I'm, I'm holding all this knowledge I have in, in the hopes that maybe I don't lose a couple deals. I can give back and, um, help others. And, you know, maybe they'll come back and say, Hey, Nate, I know you have a buyer in Utah. I know you have a buyer in San Francisco or whatever. Can you help me sell it? And that's once I started doing that, I started getting more deals. I started working with more investors that needed help. And that was kind of the, the vision of investor thrive is like, look, um, not everyone has to pay Nate, to, or me to get like, I guess my knowledge or my help, I, I'll, I'll provide like a, a investor, a hub for investors to yeah. go to, to learn. And if they want to join my mastermind, if they want to work with me and have me mentor them one-on-one, then let's great. Let's do it. But uh, not, that's not going to work for everyone. No, not everybody yeah. wants to work with me. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so you've made that paradigm shift across into an abundance mindset. Now you think, and even if a bit of old stuff comes up, you just squash it and say, no, no, that's not the way to think Nathan. It's abundance. And, it is, and yeah. you would have noticed the things just change in your life, wouldn't it? You know, things starting to open up, um, and yes. relationships open up, and things starting to flourish a bit more. So, yeah, that's good. I mean, how long ago did you sort of make that mental shift from across? A year, a year ago. Yeah, year when ago. I started that Facebook group uh, that had zero people, that's when I made the shift. I was like, man, like. I can, I can help people and, you know, in return, it's, it's going to, I'm going to grow. So a year ago and it's been good, you know, I've been better ever since. Yeah. And then, and then when you get, like you said, I mean, that's great. You know, I'm offering you this, you can have this for nothing. 
And if you want to come and work with me, it's got, you know, obviously paid stuff, mm-hmm. paid courses, paid mentoring and coaching. You've got to pay if you don't, you know, like if you want yeah. to work with someone that's very busy and give you the time, that's, that's what it. you've got to do. And, yeah, you- but you get, I like that now. It's not pressure sales. It's like, well, you're here, you come across, and if you want to work with me, but if you don't, I still, I still go and, you know, you just said the words yourself, go and find someone that is a fit for you. But you need to be leveling up, and and you've given that advice straight exactly. out. To, I mean, that's a gold nugget. We call them thunderbolts on this show. That's a thunderbolt for there anyone that's watching that's new. <laughs> and I, I love it, mate. It's a great attitude. And I, I, what I want to do is I've got I've got some que- I, I've got some questions that I want to ask you, like just sort of quick, you know, because for sure, obviously, you know, we you've you've uh, pretty busy. You've sort of slotted this interview in. In between <laughs> stuff, so I really appreciate it that you've been able yeah, to come appreciate in, it. in between stuff. So I wrote some questions. Like, what, what what advice would you give? And we'll we'll talk about a wholesaler here. What to a new wholesaler yeah. who wants to be, who sees you and wants to pursue what you're doing? What would your first bit of advice be? Um, my first bit of advice: if someone wants to work with me um, specifically, and I'll say if someone just wants to get into wholesaling, so if they want to work with me, I would go to investorthrive.com. I have a free course that I give away, where it's going to teach you how to get into it, right? How to get into wholesaling, and as you level up, or as you need more mentorship, or you want my time, then you can schedule an appointment. We can talk about what that would look like if you want to work with me. So that's yeah. that's what I would say for someone that's brand new. Um, if you don't know who I am and you're a wholesaler and you just want to get into it, I would say the most important thing you can do is pick up the phone and get to work and be consistent with that action. Because there's too many people that spend a year, two years, three years watching videos, trying yeah. in analysis, stuck in analysis paralysis. When I first started, I didn't know anything about real estate. I started knocking doors and just telling people, Hey, I want to buy your house. And that was my action and, and not a lot of analysis. I, I don't, that's my problem. And you can take say action. that double edged sword. I take a lot of action immediately, not a lot of analysis yeah. in the beginning. I just go for it. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah. good. You take, what do they call it? Perfect action. You just take action and, and you, and you work, you know, this, you hear it said, you learn that, as you go. Worry about step one and two before you start worrying about step eight and nine because you get lost in yes. well, like what you said. But uh, yeah, I think you might have sort of answered the next question there, which I had, which was, you know, um, you know, in your opinion, what's the best personality trait? So you're probably saying just take action. That's one that you've got. Yeah, um, I think I think um, that's that's it. Yeah, that's a personality trait. I'd say that would be helpful. And what what's what's one of your learning lessons and one of your f- favorite memories in your journey in wholesaling? Now, this, <laughs> you know, you've been door knocking that, so you could have some doozies. But um, yeah, you know, what's one of your favorite memories that you you, you look back fondly on? You know, in up till now. Man, one of our favorite memories. There's, so, you know, it gets blended together. You know, every, all the deals you do and and what's happened. I'd say one of my favorite memories is. We, I mean, recently we just had our biggest deal. It was yeah. flip that we did, and it, we made a uh, hundred forty five thousand dollar profit on the deal, Ooh, and that man. felt good. That's yeah. Good. So That's I was good. like, "That's a great memory." <laughs> was, was it was the first deal that you ever landed, nearly a suite or no, a, not at all, nah, not at all. <laughs> No, it was, yeah. it was a $5,000 deal yeah. and, um, which is good, you know, to get your first deal and you're just like, wow, this is, this works, but not, you know, being older and more experienced that deal probably could have made, I could have probably made 30, you know, 20, 30, not yeah. having the buyers and the knowledge I do now, but you know, buyers, yeah. they do that. They know you, they smell the blood in the water. They know you're new. They're like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you this. And you're like, great. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's ten times what I thought I'd get. <laughs> yes. What do you, at this exactly. stage where you are right now? What are you most proud of? What are you most proud of that that you think? Yeah, look, I really I'm Shoot. I'm chuffed with that. You know, you know, it's really hard for me to be, to sit back and be like I'm I'm proud because I, I don't feel like I'm where I want to be. I'm, I never yeah. I get to that point. But if I sat back and was like, um. You know, I'm in my office right now. Like I used to work at home for a while and now I have like a studio office. I'm pretty proud that like I have a window <laughs> window office where I can look out at the mountains in Utah. I think that's cool. Like when you sit back and realize like, hey, I have a place to work and not saying working home for home is bad. That's I, I, I have an office at home too, but to be able to have a, a place where I can provide yeah. other people work, that that's something that I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And, and like you said, you, you're able to reflect gratefully on it you're looking at this beautiful window and you, it does it catches you and yeah that's that's very humble i mean that that's showing a bit of humility which is good you know especially for a younger guy you know a lot of younger guys can get too pumped up and carried away but you've got yeah. some a fair bit of humility there i like that answer that's that's a ripper um who who was who's been you know your probably your biggest professional real estate mentor like you know it doesn't have to be someone that you physically know like is someone that, that just you went wow i, I got to watch that person listen to that person um, I have a lot of people who have influenced me. Uh, I would say Jerry Norton. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. He's Jerry awesome. Norton. I mean, yeah. he's he's helped me a ton. Um, you know, I went to his one of his uh, fast track uh, trainings uh, like two years ago, and ever since then, you know, we've we've clicked, and I help him out a little bit on some of his coaching calls. I uh, he's he's given me some great advice. So I'd say him, Sean Terry, and Brandon Simmons, and, and yeah. their mastermind. They've helped me a ton. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool because as you go, th you level up and you, you get mentors and you grow, like everybody has a piece to, that helps you out. So just being grateful, I think, and acknowledging yeah. that it helps you, helps, I guess, helps you grow. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, they're, they're all industry leaders and you've been able to hang out with industry leaders. I mean, so you're just rubbing shoulders with people that just have been there, climbed the mountain. So you're just going to fast track, aren't you? And and hmm. what you probably, you know, another thing, Nathan, is they're real people, aren't they? They're real human beings and they're probably they top blokes. They're probably really good blokes mm -hmm. um, once you actually like get to know them as a human being. So it's funny because, you know, they've got a massive presence out there and people have probably got different opinions about it. But like mm -hmm. I said, the very first person, I'm in another country, so I just got onto everyone like, what's his wholesale on YouTube? And Jerry mm -hmm. Norton was one of the first ones. And I got Flipster and I didn't even know what I was doing. I'm going through, I'm going, oh, how cool is this? I'd never turned a computer on before. So, but you know, I always admired Jerry because of the amount of content he pumped out, like just that yeah. much content. And um, it's amazing. Look, all of those guys. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. The, you mentioned books before. Give me three of your best books. I, I, I want to be interesting to find out what, you know, what, what your sort of top three books are. Um, think and grow rich has been awesome for my mindset. Uh, the slight edge, I don't know if you've heard of that, but it just talks about yeah. consistent daily action. Love that. Yep. That's helped me to be more consistent. And then, uh, the seven, I think that I always mess the title of this, but the seven highly effective habits of effective people. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I that messed one. that one up, yeah. but that's yeah. a great book too. Yeah. And I, I love, I love, I love mindset books. That's, that's what I like. This you know, this, these are two questions I love. I love hearing because everyone's got different answers. But, um, like, what's one of your favorite productivity hacks? Like, something that you just go, I've I've worked this out. I, I, this is my thing. I've worked this out. You know, like some people say, oh, I eat the frog. I, I do all the hard stuff in the morning. Or have you got have you got your own? You know, yeah, yeah. 
this is like I'm very biased, but I uh, I created a, an app. It was I didn't create the app. It's called Asana. It's a project management tool, yep. and I I pr- pretty much run my personal life and my business out of that project management software. Which basically you can set tasks for yourself, and it will remind you at what time, what day to do them on reoccurring tasks. So if you need to, you know, make calls at specific hour every day, you click. Yep. You can complete it if you did it, and it will reoccur the next day. And you can assign it to other people in your team, so you can see when they complete tasks and you can actually talk within that task about like how's it going so if i'm like hey felgreen my my um editor for youtube i say hey this video i didn't really like the title or the way it looked can you change it and he'll get a notification within that task specifically to post that video so it i I have everything pretty organized within that um that software program where i feel like uh i'm not missing out i'm not forgetting stuff and you and that was your product, was it? You you designed um, that, did you? So, I wish I designed this on. I'd be that'd be amazing. <laughs> so it, it's it's just like a oh, it's just an app that you got. It's an yeah. app. It's like quick yeah. up. But what I've done is I've customized it to my life oh, and okay. my business, okay, I'll get you. where yep. it can remind me um, yep. to do things. So th- I've used it for productivity. And and, and like you said earlier, you, you know you have got the nature where you can get you know squirrel syndrome or whatever every now and then. So that would be awesome for you, wouldn't it? Because it'll keep you on track and reminded and oh, look i'm the same i can <laughs> i can turn around now and forget that i've got an appointment i can not look at me calendar and you, yeah you're right that's that's yeah, it, that's full it's on it's been but, um, it's been huge yeah the only issue with this on it because of the squirrel syndrome you know or, or being everywhere is you can add a bunch of different tasks that you will want to do and then all of a sudden where you should really be doing five or ten you you got 20 because you thought they yeah, were all good ideas so yeah. it's a double-edged sword but it, it does help not forgetting stuff yeah yeah and the the other one i was going to ask you that, that i like is um at what time of the day are you at your best like when do you do your best work are you an early person or, or an afternoon you know are you a sprinter or a marathon runner or a bit of um, both sprinter for sure sprinter, like uh, morning yeah like for example I, I love being in the office but when no one's here, I can get the most work done because I'm not trying to laugh or, you know, Chuck, you know, cut up with everybody. And I do pretty well when everyone leaves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, that that just uh, prompts me with a question. What sort of culture have you got there? Have you created a certain culture that you're that you love and you've created it within your workspace and your team? Yeah, so it's it's I'd say they're two different cultures. The investor drive culture, since it's run by a lot of virtual assistants in the Philippines, is the culture is like, hey, everybody matters. It's everyone's an employee. Every like we're in this together to build this. This is not just yeah. my business. This is our business. Yep. This is we're growing this. And I think a lot of people treat virtual assistants as like just do this, and they don't talk to them. I talk to my VAs all the time. They're awesome. I think they love their jobs, and that's the culture in investor drive. Is like, hey. This isn't just Nate's thing he's building. This is let's do this together. And then offer on homes, I think it's a culture of like, hey, we want to put the seller first. Um, making a quick buck isn't worth, you know, doing, you know, not treating people or doing what's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that that is you built a really good culture there, team culture, uh, like a sporting club. So that's cool. We've got a couple of minutes left. I've got a couple of quick more. I'll, I'll do them as quick as I can. What do yeah, we good. got? Uh, what are some of your success habits? What are you, what are your top two like routine um, success have? Have you got anything like that? Yeah, because I have the project management software, like I would say I've mastered the hab- the right habits from yep. like reading help books. I plan my day every day uh, on a planner that like outlines my you know subtasks, like the most important things, what I'm grateful for. I have a, a journal where I actually write things I'm grateful for. I've been doing it consistently for like four years. 
Um, I, uh, I have a, what's called a theater of the mind list, which I, I just write things where I feel like I've been successful and I review things in the past. So I feel like a winner. I do affirmations. Like I have yeah. an app on my yeah. phone that just plays back affirmations I've recorded. So I have a, like a, a morning routine process that I go through yeah. to like make me feel invincible by the time I'm done. Uh, because it's not easy. Like things like people quit on you, th crap happens and market shift. Yep. You know, you have a house you think you're gonna be able to sell and it's, you can't sell for as much. So you gotta be able to have a strong mindset in real estate, I think, or you're going to get wrecked. So that's, those are the things I do continuously. Last two questions at podcast. This is for the podcasting version of you. Mm -hmm. Um, what other, what, what are your favorite podcasts that you watch? You're a podcast, you, you interview people. What do you love watching? What are your favorite, say two podcasts? They don't have to be um, real estate. They can be anything, you know. I mean, I'm a big sports guy, so I like to I like basketball. So I like to listen to basketball podcasts and like, yeah. uh, you know, where they think uh, you know players are going to go. And that's not real estate, but also Joe. I mean, everyone knows about the Joe Rogan. I think Joe it's Rogan. interesting to to get interesting people on and ask them questions. Yeah, I I really don't listen to too many real or. At, I'll be honest. I don't listen to any real estate podcasts. Um, it's mainly just like entertainment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. And the last one is um, if you could interview anyone, even someone that's passed away or whatever, and someone that's alive, who would you? Who would be your big interview? I oh, mean, that's in the past. I mean, I'd interview Jesus, uh, yeah, but that's answer. you know, that's a great. That's what I do. And then uh, someone living, you know what? I'm sure. I, I I'm sure I can interview tons of people. It's hard for me. I don't really. Um, I can think of an answer, but I don't really look at people that are like alive right now and, and, and not emulate, but like uh, adore anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I guess, um, uh, maybe like, I don't even, I would say Grant Cardone, but I don't even want to interview yeah. him. I, mean, I, I, think maybe, I'll, I think, I don't think you can go past Jesus. I, I think yeah. I'd want to too. I'd want to sit and talk with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I think anyone, um, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. That's like the ultimate answer, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking maybe Elvis or John Lennon or someone like that, just to say like, how you know, how good was yeah. the Beatles or something. But that's about it. All right, I'm just going to go over. We've chucked a couple of touch points here for you on the screen. Um, you can give mm -hmm. even. I'll just go over these two, and if there's anything else, just give it a quick plug, and we'll jump off because we've got about a minute to go. Um, mm -hmm. So anyone that's new, just go to investorthrive.com. That's the mm -hmm. Facebook group. Is it or is that the so so investorthrive.com is the website? Uh, oh, sorry, we the have. website. Sorry, mm -hmm. yeah, the website, and that'll just take you to the website, and then you can go from there. And mm -hmm. to reach out to you, it's um, this is your Instagram, isn't it? Um, at yes. Nathan uh, Payne Official. So there's two contact points. Start there, and then I mean, you know, you sound the sort of guy that I'd want to hang around with if I was over in Utah. You know, I'd, I'd come and hang out with yeah. you. So come on over. I'm, I'm coming over the states in about probably two months if i end up anywhere near where you are can we go door knocking together just just let's for the of it let's um, do it i'll put on a i'll put on a body cam and we'll go knock and we'll go we'll make go some content Gordon. together yeah we'll we'll do we'll do a, a youtube video on that that'd be awesome but yeah no thank you mate i mean there's some real thunderbolts in there like if, if anyone any especially any wholesaler getting into the business or just you know struggling listen to what nathan said he, he goes from success habits he goes through the grind he goes through everything so i you know Go and check out his stuff. I've, I've watched um, some of his YouTube stuff just recently. It's great. And my advice to people is get around people like like Nathan. You know, like he's Thank he's you. up and about. He's he's hung out with people that have already been to the top of the mountain. So 
check him out. Go to go to the um, website. Join his Facebook group. You know, uh, follow him on Instagram. And Nathan, great to have you on the show. I'd like to get you back down the track where we could deep dive on a few things. Yeah. But that's fantastic, mate. I, I I love your energy, and that's why I wanted yeah. to get you on. I, I love. I appreciate it, and I got to get you on my show. And just just to let you, uh, people know, I want to give a free give, free giveaway. So if you go to investthrive.com on the home page, it's just if you click, you get a free course. It's like a full a full awesome. free blown course on the resources and how to start you know analyzing deals and knowing how to make offers to sellers. So I'm just giving that away to so people get started. And I'm so check it out. out to you about that it's, because it's I, I've got uh, stuff in my Facebook group, and I'll, I'll be you know if you want to share that resource that can you know um i could direct people to you because i think that's amazing good stuff Thank all right you. good on you go go and smash it you've, you've got more to do and uh thanks for coming uh into the thunderdome and um look guys because we've had um you know a live eye like nathan come in um you know you guys have been thunderstruck so <laughs> that's right we'll, cheer, we'll, we'll um we'll say goodbye hey Cheers. thanks for having thanks, me nathan. good on you mate appreciate it